Hey folks, it's Jeremy, the host of Blamo. Thanks so much for listening. This is a preview of one of our exclusive shows on Patreon. These are member-supported shows, meaning they only happen because of our incredible members and community. So check out a preview of the episode, and if you like it, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blamo, where we have tons of exclusive Blamo episodes, shows, our amazing Slack group, and we're adding new things for members all the time. If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blamo all free for you to dive into. Thanks so much. If there's one designer that everyone I know is constantly pulling for, says they're friends with, and loves to see doing good things, it's Aaron Levine. He's the Tom Hanks of menswear. Everyone loves him, and everything he makes or designs is great. But right now, no one knows what he's going to do next. The mental health mainline in Designer of Vibes is back. It's Blamo Extra with Aaron Levine. We got the phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> what is what is the new life? I mean, the, the new Aaron Levine is, is emerging. It, here's the thing. The new Aaron Levine started years ago on your Instagram, where you got way, at least for me, you got way more open than anything I had ever seen. And you then brought everyone else into the club, which is what you do in person, but you started doing it digitally. And now you are free from any chain, any gagging order, any anything like that, to where you are full-blown Aaron Levine 3.0, 4.0. What is this? Um, uh, so I am still under a um, slight gag. <laughs> for <the> next okay. <laughs> partial gag. For the next year or so. Um, but, uh, yes. So, it uh, just for those folks that are sitting on their sofa right now listening to this or in their car or whatever, um, for the last 20 years I've worked on and on. I've worked on, not on and off, but like on for publicly traded companies, you know. And, and, and the last 10 for uh, or 11 or so for fairly like large publicly traded companies, you know? So, um, this is the first time that I have been blissfully unemployed, you know, for a long time. Right. And, and, um, coming from like a place of, uh, complete failure before I moved to New York, you know? Um, and then, you know, really working hard to, to, to kind of get to where I've gotten professionally, um, it's, it's terrifying to be honest with you. You know, it's terrifying. It's, it's, uh, uh, I, like when I first heard, when they first told me, I was like, Oh my gosh. But at the exact same time as being like terrified because I support my family, you know, like I'm the sole breadwinner in the house. Um, so I feel that responsibility to them, obviously, you know, but at the same time that I was feeling terrified, I was elated and I was excited and I was inspired again. I was stoked and I was like, man, oh my gosh, I just, I could take like a deep breath, you know, and, and be comfortable 
with who I was and I didn't feel like I had to wear, you know, a, a mask, you know, anymore. And I could just kind of, I could just breathe for a minute. But then at the same time that I was like feeling that elated, I would go back to being terrified and I'd be like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I can't just sit here and breathe. Like I've got to go look for a job or I've got to like go hustle or I've got to go pound the pavement and try to figure out the next thing, you know? And then all my friends, you know, that, that had been in a similar situation in the past of which there are many, um, you know, uh, they were like, wait, just wait, just take your time, take a deep breath, step back, collect your thoughts, you know, uh, reflect, do all that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I, I gotta tell you, I, I'm itchy, you know, like I like doing what I do. So I, I've got, I've got like itchy, itchy, itchy bits, <laughs> you know, I'm ready to like, to, to get back at it. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, like I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm like gratis doing like, you know, talking to friends and sketching things up and just kind of just riding the river, man. You know, it's really nice. It's really nice and terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, because, well, because like, but here's the thing. I mean, at least, and this is, I think, something you, I'm sure you're aware that you have. You have a proven track record and history of accomplishment, right? Like, and I think that's the thing that maybe sometimes isn't immediately seen right when the shit hits the fan, literally, yeah. right? Is you realize you're like, well, wait, like, I am, I may not feel good right now or that, you you know, because I feel like it's a constant battle that everyone feels, including myself, into which you're like, okay, I need to provide this, like, inherently, whether, you know, this, like, male fatherly sort of thing. Like, I gotta, I gotta make sure there's money. I gotta make sure there's food on the table. But I also have to find a way to do it without killing myself mentally and emotionally. Totally. And like every single person I know is walking that line and it's always so freaking narrow. Yeah. They it don't is. they don't know which side they're in. And yeah. so now you're at this point where you're like, okay, I can take a step back. I can get myself mentally and, you know, emotionally in a way that I am much more present and feel collected. But the second that doubt kicks in, all you have to do is look at what you've made. Like, right. look at Club, look at Abercrombie, look at the fact that you took a brand that was a mall brand that a lot of people were like, that shit's done, that's over, you know, had a lot of stigma into it. And you have all these cool people and wearing it, not because they were homies with Aaron, but because they were like, this is really good. And so, like, the fact that you were able to go and do that, like, that's that's your track record in which you can be like, no, man, like, I don't have to prove myself. I did it. Now I just need to get my head straight. <laughs> right, right. You know, but it's it's also funny, right? It's like, hey, I, I definitely want to underscore that it was like a wicked undertaking in a group effort, man. It was like all about the team, all about the team. Um, and, and when it started to work, um, it was really, it was really joyful, like doing that together, you know, watching that success happen with a team that has like struggled to turn a ship around for years mm -hmm. uh, and then watching it like blast off was is it was awesome it was unfortunate that right when that was happening they fired me <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry eliminated my role they eliminated my role <laughs> uh, i mean so, so i was like i was kind of bummed at the timing but you know what can you do like you got to roll with it. Right. Um, 
and, and, and like what you're talking about and like getting your head straight on that stuff, right? Is like that's yeah. that's kind of why that's kind of why you know I, I started doing that on Instagram is I started treating it just like therapy, man, and just like venting, you know? And um and, and because you know, to your point where you're talking about walking a fine line. I think a lot of us sometimes, or I don't want to gener- you know, generalize or, or assume anyone feels anything, um, but I started to notice this like common pattern, um, you know, when you're talking about walking this fine line, you know, when I, of people, of creatives, um, whether in this industry or in other industries, but, you know, I, I, I've talked to a lot of friends that are either designers or marketers or photographers or artists or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. and and there are a lot of similarities, you know, between, between, between these folks. Right. Um, you you know, you know, I talked to people that have like immense talent and ability and to hear them say that, you know, they struggle, um, with their confidence, with their, you know, self, consciousness you know their you know their feelings of of inferiority or imposter syndrome or all these things you know like anxiety um like all these things you know unfortunately that's a common thread with a lot of these people some of the most talented people i've ever met and like look up to you know have these like deep-seated sort of like insecurities um and and I think it's just really a wonderful time that we're living in and that more people are talking about it and just like trying to break down that stigma. Because when you do that, you empower yourself. You know, when you open yourself up to that sort of vulnerability, you empower yourself and you take the power away from that stigma that's attached to these things that are very natural feelings, you know, that just people don't want to talk about because they're, you know, we, we want to we want to present you know, confidence and like all these things, but I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think you can, I think you could be confident. I think you can have that, those, those, uh, the tension in between, you know, those feelings you can one minute, you can feel confident and like, you know, super, uh, proud and emotional about the work that you've done. And, and, and then literally at the same exact moment, it doesn't even be like a minute later, you can also be like, but I can't do that again. I, I'm, I'm done. You know, like I can't, like I've, I've spent, I've, I've drained the well. I don't have anything left in the well. But then you realize slowly that the well fills back up and then you can like deplete the well again. And then, um, yeah. you know, like uh, there's so many lives that you can have, you know, that it's just, um, it, it's just, it's just very complex and, wonderful and and scary at the same time you know i think a great example look at brendan dude big props big props big man on campus over there j crew now respect to to that team um like that's amazing like that's a whole new life right there you know it's like okay cool working on noah starting noah and then boom going into like a big company and doing it again you know um which i think is is awesome and then it's like to, to be able to go back and forth, um, you know, I, I'm excited to maybe not work for like a, 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 a huge company immediately, you know, like I'm excited yeah. to explore what, what that could what that could look like. It's a very common thing with any American that works in like I'm going to air quote the creative field, you know, um, it's 
you know, there are a lot of actors, they'll go and they'll just obliterate themselves for a role for a few years for a, a show series. To be honest, Zach Galifianakis was just talking about that recently and to where he, you know, he picked up his family. They live in the Canadian wilderness. He's able to do that because of some of the success that he had in his career where he was grinding it. But now he was like, yeah, I'm so in love with like being a father, being a provider. You know, I, I don't know how willing I am to go back into that area of my life where I was basically putting all my career and all of these things above my family. Because that's the thing where it's like, I have never felt more productive with like my career than when I was unfortunately being maybe the worst father and the worst husband and the worst son of my life. And right. it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh man, like what does it matter? And I'm not saying that this is the case with you. Let me be very right. clear. But it's like, I think like that's a thing that happens. No, I can be, I can be terrible at all those things too. I'm really good at that. <laughs> where it's just like you realize you're doing all this and you're like oh my god like at what cost was i pushing myself into where like when does it not become worth it and i feel like that is the that's the sweet spot of any sort of creative into where you're like you're able to to still be the husband father parent uh, or you know son child that you want to be but also still find a way to be emotionally and creatively fulfilled and my question is always like Am I asking too much of myself or <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, well, I would just close that door and walk away. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. going to push that to the back of the closet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I think, you know, I think, yes. Right. Like, like uh, it, that, that, you know, do you remember that? You remember Nintendo hockey, not Blades of Steel, but Nintendo hockey, the A-bit like Nintendo hockey. Hell yeah. You, you could, you remember how you could like toggle your team and there was like the heavy dude, the medium dude, and like the super skinny dude, right? And the heavy dude, yes, you put yes. on, de- yeah, you'd be on defense and then the medium dude, he's, uh, he's okay. And then Steve, was like, ah, you're four, you know, you're four and he was like super fast, but he could get crushed. So you can never have like a fully stacked team. Like it wouldn't let uh-huh. you like fully stack your squad, you know? So I think the same thing with like when, when you know, we're trying to like. Want to hear the rest? Join us over on Patreon. You'll hear this episode in tons more exclusive pods from the return of Sid Mashburn, Michael Hill of Drake's, Chris Gibbs of Union, Ilaria Urbanati. We got it all. You also get access to our private members-only Slack group where we chat about menswear and a bit of everything. There's even a book club on there now. So visit patreon.com forward slash blamo and we'll see you there.